There was a TV show a long time ago, and I'm unfortunately showing my age now by even mentioning this, uh, but there was a TV show a long time ago called Silver Spoons, um, and it was uh, a kids' TV show, and it was about a, an exceptionally rich young man, and on the opening credits, the opening scene, the open, like at the beginning of the, of the program, it showed him travelling around the house on like a miniature train set that you could sit on. So it was like it was like a half, well, I wouldn't say half size. It's like big enough for a child to sit on. But yeah, so he just kind of cruised around his house on his miniature train. And we thought this was like when we were kids. This was like oh, he has a train he can sit on. They also had, you know, remember phones, a cordless phone. They were like, the first time we saw these big chunky cordless phones with a big antenna sticking out of them, and they had cordless phones in their rooms. That isn't such a big deal in our day, in your day. In our day, it was, okay? So, uh, so it was kind of the epitome of being wealthy. So, silver spoons, it comes to the expression to be born with a silver spoon in your mouth, you know, which means that you're born into money. So everything is just provided for you. Everything is easy because you don't have to work for it. Everything just lands on your lap, everything you want. What the program doesn't, re what the program did show is, is the ordinary struggles of this kid to actually fit in and have friends and get on and succeed and learn how to deal with failure, the very same things all of his poorer friends were dealing with as well. It was, just, it's, it's an interesting, it's, it's an, it was an interesting kind of a show. I, of course, I didn't see it through that lens then, but, but it is interesting to see like the, the, the ordinary struggles of, of kids. I mean, it doesn't go in very deep into it. It was a kid's show, uh, but it's just the, the ordinary struggles of kids of that age. And I was thinking, the reason I was thinking of that, because I have a hyperactive imagination, is uh, during our, during morning prayer this morning, I was just struck by one psalm, which is particularly miserable. Um, so, all the days of our life pass away in your anger. Our life is over like a sigh. Our span is 70 years or 80 for those who are strong. And most of those are emptiness and pain. They pass swiftly. And we are gone. Who understands the power of your anger and fears the strength of your fury? I read that psalm and thought, that's, that is really miserable. It really is. Like the span of our lives is 70 years, 80 for those who are strong, and most of those are emptiness and pain. And as you see, as you meet people, and as you get to know uh, what goes on behind the scenes or what goes on behind closed doors, what goes on in their hearts, uh, that's often unfortunately proven the case, that, that people struggle, people struggle. Things look relatively okay on the outside, you know, you've got the nice facade up, the house looks well, new car, the lawn is manicured, absolutely perfect, and inside we can just be an absolute mess. And this is, this is a, a common reality and, and, and a sad reality. Even a friend of mine recently wrote a uh, a song about a local man in his town and I won't, I won't even begin to list all of the tragedy that he went through but he had uh, eight, I think it was, if I remember correctly it was eight children all of whom died before him most of whom died in their childhood like just that kind of loss and grief and pain and misery I just can't even begin to fathom I just have no idea how people cope with that so, like, the psalm here, it's, it's, it's deliberately, I mean, it's, it's blunt. It's, uh, it's, it's not the easiest one to listen to. We prefer listening to readings where Jesus speaks to the children and Jesus heals the lepers and cures the blind. 
you hear a, a psalm like that and you think, wow, is this, why is this in the Bible? Because this sounds actually negative or depressed. So today we're taking about a votive mass of the Holy Spirit. And one of my favorite titles or names for the Holy Spirit is the Consoler. The Consoler. The name Consoler doesn't imply that we won't have crosses or problems. It implies that in those crosses and problems, we will be, we will be consoled, we will be carried. It, it doesn't mean that there will be no crosses. Following Christ, I mean, he says it himself, that he wants to be a follower of mine, renounce himself, take up his cross, and follow me. So the Lord never prom promises that if we follow him, it'll be plain sailing, no crosses, everyone else will be suffering, but we won't because we follow Jesus. He never says that. He never promised that. So there's something which we don't necessarily want to see or something we, 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 won't, we don't like to see, but that in the Lord's, in the cross, in what he permits, there is a divine wisdom. In, in allowing difficulty and adversity and failure and even death, there's something that we, we can learn through that. There, there must be, or God wouldn't be a good God. There must be. There has to be a reason for the cross. If not, God isn't a good God. So when he allows something to happen, and these things can be, can be painful, they are, they are painful, uh, the Lord in his wisdom knows how to turn, can turn something like that into good. It's like the cross itself, which is a sign of, of death and punishment and criminality. That's turned into now the sign of blessing with which we bless ourselves. So that this, some, this is something negative that has been transformed by love into something good. And this is our school, the school of life. To, to learn how to deal with what comes our way. The cross is included most especially the crosses, and transform them into glory by love, through love, that, through the love of God, love of our neighbor, that, that, we, that these crosses are transformed into glory. And that's not easy. But if, if we don't, then, then life is emptiness and pain and misery, but without any without any reason. We might think the Lord should have created us kind of like that, that kid in silver spoons, you know, just give us everything, 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 and then we'd be great. Everything would be fine. If God gave us everything we wanted and more, we'd be spoiled kids. That's what we'd be. And we'd forget him. We would. We would forget the giver of the gifts. We would. So he gives us as much as he can without spoiling us. He gives us more than we need, but not so much that he will spoil us. So if we can be trusted with more, he'll give us more. If we can be trusted with more, he'll give us more. But if it starts to spoil us, then it's better he takes it off us. So that we learn constantly and are constantly reminded of our need for him. So life is, life is such a gift. And life is so beautiful. Life is so delicate. Life is such a, a wonderful thing. But it doesn't mean that there won't be crosses on our way. It doesn't mean that, that, that 
death or illness won't come our way. But this, these crosses can be and must be transformed into glory by love. And that's where the Holy Spirit comes in because he makes us capable. He makes, it, he makes this possible. Because on our own, well, I don't have the strength to do it anyway. So the Holy Spirit, though, the consoler, when I'm, you know, you're immersed in some sort of a cross or difficulty or sadness or grief, we call on the Holy Spirit to lift us <coughs> up out of that darkness so that even though the cross still remains now it may be also that the the lord can remove the cross that may be the case as well but very often if the cross remains that the holy spirit teaches us to carry it maybe even by him carrying both us and our cross the consoler so today lord we ask for your grace and blessing we ask you for we ask you for hope for those who are suffering grievously for those who are lost in darkness for those who have given up for those Lord who are in pain interior pain and don't see any way out we pray Lord for for those for whom life has been too cruel too hard too difficult for those Lord who don't see any future or maybe don't want any future we ask you lord to send your holy spirit on all those in particular need at the moment be their light be their life be their consoler